There we go. I can hear it. There it is. There it is. Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, a show where we talk about all things drag because we are semi-qualified and semi-gassy to speak of it. <laughs> That's me right after my morning coffee. Does that happen to you, Juice? Fart. I don't drink coffee. Oh, when I take a sip, I've got to go. I'm Juice Box. <laughs> and I'm Cynthia Kiss. <laughs> and welcome to Semi-Qualified Farts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I usually actually I usually wake up at six thirty in the morning every single day and have a poop. Like every like I don't need the coffee. I just my body just wants to poop at that time. There are a lot of people who are jealous of you right now because that is Thank not you. everyone's case. I it's don't taken understand. a long a long few years. I don't understand how you don't drink coffee and you're getting up at six AM. Like both of those combined, that to me it doesn't right. make sense. Like I feel like you should be up at six and you're like, Yep, yeah, with the power of my coffee. But to do it alone, I mean, what's your, I what's got, your secret? I need to know. I, I already got addicted to one thing. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try and not throw not, another thing onto not do it, it. You know, not do it. Well, then, I, what's your secret yeah. to getting out of bed? I just love the warmth of my sheets. Well, they stay in bed, but it's just for me. I'm like, I'm a morning person because I'm a very slow mover in the morning. Like, I wake up at six thirty, but I get out of bed at seven. You know, and then I'll like, okay. I'll go and sit oh, on the, okay. uh, on my little like cuddler in the corner and look out my window and like slowly wake up. I'm not really moving until like nine, you know? So I'm awake, but I'm not like out the door. Usually, I mean, I do go to the gym every day at 9am. Mm-hmm. So I'm really not like, like I'm out the door at about 830, but I'm not really functioning until about nine. Well, honey, we were functioning this week. I think we both had some viral moments. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, we both had some 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 momentiana grandes. Of people, <laughs> I want you to go not first because I want you to tell me about your TikTok moment. What happened? I had. It's not even that it was viral because it wasn't. It was just like it just got a lot of views, and I haven't been getting a lot of views lately. Like it was your slow TikTok... motion, like pyrotechnics. No, no one like no one liked that. That oh. views in the dirt. Nobody wanted to see any of my drag stuff. I called out this twink for being misogynistic for saying that straight women don't belong in queer bars, and I just Very made fair. like a TikTok response. Your point, to it. not their point. <laughs> yeah, my point. I I think. They, they belong. Don't worry. Hello. Uh, as, as long as you're respectful, uh, mm-hmm. not a dick, and don't bring your homophobic boyfriend. You know, we're all good. Yeah. Uh, but what Unless was he's it? hot. This... Well, yeah, he could be hot. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm at like 150k views, and it's just like I haven't touched that since like fucking Drag Race, and my notifications are now just flooded with either like twinks being like, no girls allowed, or like... <laughs> young queer women being like, thank you for giving me a voice. Like that's all my fucking notifications on Twitter are now. It's so fucking annoying. I'm like, well, right. It babe. Yeah. I yeah. feel like next time, next time you're at a club, get one of those teeny tiny microphones and find all the straight women and just be <gasps> like, how do you feel in this space? Run oh with my it. God. I've always loved those tiny little microphones. The teeny tiny microphones. Tynomi does love it. Those. Tainomi does the, um, do you know who I am? Yeah. And she and always has the little microphone. The little microphone. I think that's so smart. Yeah. I'll buy a little microphone. You're, you're do smart. It. Do it. Do it. And do you, it. and you had a little moment where everyone, um, you were very divisive on the internet this week. I love it. I love it. Thank you all my <laughs> lovers. 
for supporting me. My Cynthia kisses. Um, so yeah, this week the um, Dracon LA um, panels, those bring back my girl videos mm. are now being dropped on Wow Presents Plus. Check it out if you haven't. Um, mm. The Canada's Drag Race season two panel got a little spicy. And we all definitely were enjoying our, our House of Love cocktails. And um, yeah, I think the reception online, some people loved um, Spicy Synth and some people did it. But the way I see it is like, I think it's funny. I think it's, it's like, Beth and I have such a relationship that at the time I even knew I was being a little bit of like a sassy pants, but like sometimes she can be a bit of a martyr. So I was just like, let's go. Like, what are you talking about? Like, let's jump in. <laughs> it- it doesn't. Let's unpack that. Just I know it needs to be gold. a new sound. It needs to be a new sound. <laughs> it doesn't unpack that. It I doesn't was like, unpack that. Bitch. It's because the way I said it is so rude. I'm just, it doesn't unpack that. Like I'm just yeah. so. It's like very dry. It's like a Pinot Gris. You could, you could tell that you had a couple cocktails in you. Oh, absolutely. Very unfiltered. Very unfiltered. Yeah. If anyone from production is listening, you just if you want a confrontational cast. Booze them up. If you drink, if you consent to drinking, I love my sober yeah. sisters. But if you don't, that's a little bit of. I mean, um, I'm sober, and I would prefer in to mix. be in a room of drunk people for a show like that. Well, right. It's just like a little. Yeah. Un, it's like a little less filtered. That's all I say. Like, there's no inhibition because I think when I when I don't when I'm sober, I'm just very neurotic. And so mm -hmm. my level of empathy is extra high. Like, I don't want to say things to offend people. Whereas when I'm drinking, I'm a little two sheets to the wind where I'm just like, ah, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> unpack that. Like, I'm very just, I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of hurt her feelings. But in the moment, I'm like, whatever. But yeah, it was a funny panel. Obviously, like, drinking is not an excuse. It's, it's just, it's still an extension of me. And I thought it was mm -hmm. funny. I, I stand by everything I said. I thought it was great. I didn't watch the episode. Um, I just saw the highlights. <laughs> I thought uh, it was great. I did not watch did it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I thought it was well, great. Well, yeah, I, I wanted it. to make sure. I wanted to make sure because I knew it was pretty wild. I wanted to make sure I came across like, okay. Okay. I have a feeling ours, it's just going to be like, I'm going to have like maybe a clip in it and I'll be in it for like two minutes max. So no, I girl, they pan to like shady eye contact and everything. It's edited like a proper... Like drag oh, really? episode because there were so oh. many cameras. Like there's times where it's like Beth is saying, "I feel beautiful tonight," and it cuts to me giving her like <laughs> daggers. Like <laughs> you, you will be in this reunion oh, the really? entire time. I stared at my nails the whole reunion, and they the will turn time. that into shade with sound just effects. me being like, mm -hmm. "I don't care." At the right moment, you know? like one person will be talking, and it'll be like, "Mm-hmm." Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm, great okay Check good maybe out. i will watch ours no you yeah. should you should watch it i'll watch it too uh, ours premieres there's uh this coming and maybe week one day you'll watch mine too <laughs> <laughs> i just don't have the subscription so i was like uh fuck it i think somebody gave me their password um but yeah i'll watch both of yours i just i mostly want to see kimura and uh adriana fight yeah uh, that part i mean that was i mean that was an extension of our interview with kimura um and i could talk about it a little bit where my understanding of our discord when she was on our episode was that she wanted to have a conversation with Adriana. Mm -hmm. And then at DragCon, I just didn't, I didn't witness someone with open ears. Like ultimately it just didn't seem like Kamora actually wanted to talk to Adriana in that moment. So that's where it was mm -hmm. like, oh, from my understanding of our episode, you did want to have a conversation. And then it just did not seem like that there. You watched yeah. the clip, of course. 
Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Of course I've seen the clip. Mm-hmm. Of course I've seen the clip of, of her getting up and just, and Gia running in her face, chalking her down. Gia yeah. giving you the very typical um, high school girl, Jason, it's me. You, this it's isn't like that. you, Jason. It's not worth it. It's, it's me. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh my god, go off, get into that fantasy, Gia. <laughs> she, she even kind of had that voice. It's not worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not worth that. Don't do it. It's not worth that. It's not worth it. It's not it. I was living. I loved every single second. But yeah, maybe I'll watch it. Um, but you know what we did watch this week for sure is Drag Race UK Season 4, Episode, what are we on? Six? Six. I started watching episode five, and I think Fierce no, did this seven. too. She We're tweeted, on episode seven. Okay, that's what it was. I started watching episode six, and I got like ten minutes in, and I was just like, wait, LaPhil's still here. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 something's wrong. Something's <laughs> off. Something's off. Something that it feels took me weird. ten minutes. Juice. <laughs> it, took me, it took me ten minutes. I was having trouble with my Crave app today, and I, it was the first episode that just worked, so I was like, fuck it, I'm just watching. And then I was like, talk oh, to me. What's going like, on with your Crave? You were telling me this. It just kept crashing. Like, I had to go to three different TVs and just make it work. You know? Oh, I was like, I just wanted to The TVs just kept work. getting smaller and smaller. She started with a 70-inch. Actually, no, I, I, I started with the small TV, and I ended up on the big one. The big one's downstairs, <sighs> and I wanted to sit in the sun, but I ended up on the big one. So You're like, you I know what? I'm going to go onto the 70 inch. It'll work there. I'm going to go for the, I'm going to go for the big guy, you know, whatever. That makes sense. Um, yeah. You have on your big, so. like media center, like your little, your little movie room. Mm-hmm. It's and just by like, little, it's I mean just... awesome and not little. Yeah. <laughs> but there's just no light and it's nice out. So I was just like, I'm just sitting in the darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness. darkness my old friend. Um, um, but what, what do we think of the episode? <laughs> Twinsies. Oh. <laughs> one girl no two girls one brain um i thought it was cute i definitely i i found myself a bit distracted i there were certain points of the episode where um i was online shopping <laughs> which is bad it's a bad sign it's a bad sign um, I, I i was the same like there's something about this episode which we're going to dive into because there's concepts and parts of it that I love, love, love for the makeover mm-hmm. challenge. But the other part of the makeover challenge, I just haven't fallen in love with these people yet. So when they were telling their stories, I was like, I just am not as connected with you, but let's mm-hmm. dive in from the top. We have said goodbye to LaPhil. LaPhil will be I'm, missed. I'm very upset. Yes. But someone had to go. Yeah. Marie Kondo had to go organize more homes. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want her to come here. Oh my God. I feel like every drag queen needs a Marie Kondo treatment if it doesn't spark oh. joy. But then this is the thing. All yeah. of our stuff would spark joy. <laughs> well, they, they each hold like precious memories of like shows and things. Yeah. So it would be hard to get rid of things. I know. Oh mm-hmm. goodness. You don't even want to think about it. You're like, don't make me. I know. Yeah. I'm even looking at my closet like, that's really full and I only have <laughs> four things. <laughs> but LaFille will truly be missed. I loved their professionalism, their drag, their energy, their interviews. So it won't be the same. Yeah. It just won't be the same. I really, I, I, th- I thought they were just so fun and I always liked them on the runway too. Mm-hmm. But we're on to a new week and she's gone. Um, so where are we? Mary kind of go home. We've got some Roxy work. Roxy Rude? When when was Pixie Roxy Rude? Pixie Polite got turned into Roxy Rude. In when? The, in the workroom. 
in the oh my god room. and they said she's being rude and yes, I, I and screamed because I, I, I was like I oh screamed my god, she's better catch this I'm like she's literally yeah. being Roxy they, rude right now they said you're being rude and I wanted to go Roxy rude <laughs> I wish one of them made an alliteration they knew like she's not being pixie polite she's being Roxy rude if they would have said that I would have been on Twitter immediately f- running to using every clip of us saying Roxy rude if you know you know if you know you know <laughs> IYK uh, IYK <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah she was, doing, she was being a bit shady and she was very confident in like her abilities and sending people home which i was just like there we go come on get go and then, off bitch. and then we're planting this seed of doubt this narrative of who is jombers i feel like this episode had like a, a b or c storyline of like trying to unpack jombers as like a drag queen like we're trying to figure out what the persona is. I feel like that's the way the other girls are chipping at Jombers. It's like, well, what's yeah. your drag? What do you do? Like, what, what is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt a little bit of that. I, f- I felt it mostly, it felt like a little bit of a, <clears throat> I don't know. For me, it felt very Dakota heavy. Like they were pushing the narrative of like Dakota struggling. Mm. And I didn't really see a lot of, John Burr's in there. I saw mostly like, well, Dakota, well, mm, well, this. And I was like, yeah. it's feeling a bit produced. Yeah. It's feeling a bit produced. But, 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 but. Then we have <clears throat> RuPaul come into the workroom and he clearly sounded like he had COVID, right? <laughs> well, I think those are all pre-recorded. No, 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 no. Go, go back. What do you mean pre-recorded? RuPaul stands the- in the room with the girls. What? Sorry, you're talking about in drag on the on the screen. I mean, hello, yeah. hello, hello. Walk into the workroom. RuPaul standing there, all seven feet tall, in his suit. He sounded a little stuffed up. Oh, I don't even remember that. No, literally, I swear to God, play another oh. week in the workroom next to that. He's like... My girls. Yeah, my <laughs> girl. He sounded oh. he sounded a little stuffy. And so I think I think that's why he wasn't there at the end of the episode. Oh, I would get that. I would get that. I was hoping that they were just like doing a dry run of Michelle taking over because Rue's getting so old. Okay, um, do we do we wanna I kind of almost just wanna like dedicate a minute to our thoughts about Michelle as host. Go go. What are your thoughts? Thoughts, comments and concerns. I thought overall she, as Michelle, like killed it, but I will Mm -hmm. say it completely changes the tone of that part of the episode. Without RuPaul, if there's no, like, it just changes the formula. And so there was points where I'm used to hearing Michelle's voice only as like a peppering, especially when it comes to like the witty comments, the puns down Mm -hmm. the runway. She's always there for like something like almost like a button. Whereas when she has to be main host as well. I felt like she turned a little more into like radio host Michelle, which I love. It's it's yeah. she's she's awesome at it, but it, it just changed it a little bit. Did you like Michelle? It felt like a spinoff. Yes, very like yeah. Joey Tribbiani <laughs> spinoff from yeah. Friends. <laughs> it felt like a spinoff, a spinoff that I like. Like I'm a big, as you know, I'm a huge Michelle fan. Like I love 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 yeah. Michelle. She's one of my favorite parts yeah. of the show. Um, yes, yeah. and I would. <laughs> I would be very much there for um, Michelle's Drag Race. Like, if it was Michelle Visage's Drag Race. Or, like, if it was RuPaul's Drag Race with host Michelle Visage. Oh, I would be all over it. I would be all about it. I think that she is so cool. 
and mm-hmm. I would love her as a host. You know, like even watching her, like what did she take over? She took over Wendy Williams with Leah Remini. That was amazing. Time. That was so and good. it was amazing. I yeah, think that they she were hilarious. Would be an incredible replacement for RuPaul if RuPaul were to leave. If they were to add Dark Mode Raven, I would be like, uh, I hate this. Right. Yeah. I do think they would need like a drag queen as part of that panel at all times, just because it's just an, an, an extra layer of like understanding and camp and like over the topness. Yeah. But I think overall she did a good job, but you're right. It did all of a sudden it felt like a spinoff. I was like, <gasps> it felt like a spinoff. Yeah. But I li- I liked it. I was a big, I was a big fan. I will say it was, it, I don't believe RuPaul was watching from a satellite video. <laughs> the way, I don't the way she turned happening. over to be like, Hey Ru. <laughs> Yeah. And then like, turn back. They keep it in where they have like footage of her turning back to the camera being like, and now I, I now that I heard from Rupal, we uh we yeah. have our decision. <laughs> when yeah, when she had like did her whole like I'm listening, like uh I was just like, Bitch, you guys already predetermined who you're sending home this week. Let's let's not play this. Let's game. be real. Let's be <laughs> let's real. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. You know? So but that was my that's my produce my my jaded rant. Um, I had to know because as I was watching, I was like, I wanted to, th- I wanted to hear your thoughts on it, because yeah, RuPaul truly did sound like he was just, he was unwell, he was a little sicky. Yeah, my little sicky pants, Ru Ru. Yeah, but got a little Coco, Coco nineteen. She got a little, a little Coco nineteen. <laughs> yeah. um, but the maxi this week is kind of amazing. It's a makeover challenge, but it's not just anyone they're making over. They are making over the Queen Team. Now, geez, yes. I have now, a question for you. We call them Queen Team, right? We call we them, call them Care. Queen Care. Yeah. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, who are fans of this show, they explain it on the episode, but essentially there's like a whole team behind the scenes to support the drag queens on camera. So mm-hmm. like throughout the day at any point, like if you're hungry, tired, need, you know, assistance with like zipping something up or like, it's basically there are these personal assistants that make the experience so much easier. Like without queen Mm -hmm. care, the experience would be impossible in my opinion. Um, so I absolutely love the fact that they were bringing them on camera to do the makeover. I thought it was um, so cute. Did you get like designated a queen's care person or did you, would you have somebody different the whole time? Well, there was like a gamut of them and I, I feel like there was like seven or eight and when it started, there was like 12 queens. So it wasn't as if someone was like your dedicated person and like stuck on your side the whole time. It was more like rotating shifts. So when there was like, like I could tell there were people who did like the morning shift and then it would kind of like switch over versus mm-hmm. like one person at my side at all times. What about you? For the first little bit of yeah. like our five days in quarantine, I had yeah. the same two people. At all times, oh, I always cool. had them. I randomly, like if it was late, late at night, I would get somebody different, but I always had the same two people. Uh, Leoge was one of them. Cute. I loved Leoge. She was so cute. And he actually got promoted to be Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn Jeffries and Stacy's care person. Oh, cool. Uh, wow. Yeah. Leoge was that good. I was, But I was very upset because I was just like, my baby. Um, my baby. My baby. But you actually saw one of my Queen's Care people during my panic attack. Allie came out and was the one that covered me. That was a Queen's Care person. Totally. See? Queen Care is an yeah. action. Yeah. I loved Queen. They made me just feel just so, so nice. It really, in such an, uh, 
strange environment. Like all of it is so new and different. It's nothing feels, um, normal about filming reality TV. So to have mm-hmm. the support of these people, it really did make the difference. It's just like, okay, yeah. if, at the very least I can have like a little snack right now, or I can like a little, you know, like a little coffee or whatever, just to keep you, I don't know, your stamina up. Cause those days are long. Yeah. I will say there was one funny moment during our filming of episode one with Queen's Care. Mm-hmm. Is this tiny, tiny girl. I remember we all had nails and earrings on so we couldn't put our headphones in. Mm-hmm. And we all went on hard ice. And they had to put all of our headphones in our ears and, like, push them in a little bit. <laughs> Ew, I hate that. I hated it. But that I remember somebody, uh, the tiniest girl on Queen's Care, I can't remember her name, tiny, 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 had to go and do Tainomi's. And Tainomi <laughs> didn't want to do it. She was so annoyed that Tainomi took her gigantic hand, her whole big-ass hand, put it on this girl's face, and just went... <laughs> move and just like a sliding door and just like moved her out of the way. And the girl was just like, "Uh." (laughs) I know me. I know you know me. What's my name? And just move. I, I was cackling so hard. It was so funny. I felt so bad. And Tainomi obviously didn't mean it maliciously. She was just like, she was just done. She was just so annoyed that she was just like, well, episode one's rough. Um, it's one of the longer, it's one of the longest days on set for sure. It was insane. Our first yeah. day was, I think it was like a 16 hour day. Our first day. It yeah. Nuts. It's just yeah. like, there's so much yeah. from top to bottom to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. I saw someone in person. They were like, I've been getting so many like shout outs about the soundboard from our listeners. And then someone was like, I also love the delay. <laughs> it's like, me. What it takes us. She was like, no, it's even better. Like, it's even better. It makes me smile. Thank you, SQ Cuties, for all the love. Um, Two hours later. <laughs> still, talk, still talking about Queen Care. Um, still talking about Queen Care, yeah. My favorite was um, a girl named Sally, who also got a promotion after my season. And so she's more of the, like, Queen Care management now. So she, like, helps with Ooh, all of uh... the queens. And um, because she was... I have never seen someone more, like, just with it present, but with great memory, mm-hmm. really able to just, um, handle it all. Cause I feel like on TV, it's just so many bloody moving parts all at once. Yeah. And Sally killed it. And then she always knew that if someone, if a queen had requested Mott's fruit stations, do you know what those are? Yeah, of course. It would always be me. <laughs> <laughs> no one else ate them no one else ate them on staff or on any like no one touched them and so there was always this like yeah. Costco box of Mott's fruit stations and it's like if little synth was feeling low blood sugar it'd be like can I just have like a Mott's fruit station <laughs> Sally would come and be like I know I know who this is for and I'd just like I'd quickly eat my gummies and be like <laughs> um mine was a rotisserie chicken yeah. How often could you get rotisserie? I guess like for your dinners and your lunches. No, I would get one rotisserie chicken a day. That's very girl interrupted. Yeah, they would give me a rotisserie chicken. Hide it under my feet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they would give me a rotisserie chicken and a, and a thing of broccoli. That's, that's what I would eat every day. 
Yeah. Until I got eliminated, and then it was just McDonald's. Oh, got you. I was going to say, I did kind of want to say, I was like, that sounds like very clean eating. Was this like... Well, be... I was trying to be very like clean eating before I went. Yeah, yeah. My body to be the you know the best state it could be, and then I got eliminated, and I was just like, I want Boston pizza and McDonald's now. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I'm trying to think. Oh my god, I did. I, we'll move on. I promise, guys. But there was one <laughs> moment where I I yelled at a Queens Care person. Um, <gasps> so I felt bad after, but it was a very high stress situation. But it was me and Lemon had just lip synced. Mm-hmm. And after you lip sync, you have to be shooed away. They like shoo you away to like behind the stage. And they were talking for so long. Like it, they just were hammering away at which one of us was going home or they were talking not long. For, it felt like forever though. So no, I'm I up- bet you, I bet you your choice between you and Lemon would have been a huge conversation because that was not an uh, easy, that was not an yeah. easy decision to make. They were talking for a really, really long time and Lemon was just beside herself like she was so upset and i was Mm -hmm. fine because i had already kind of like come to terms with it you Mm -hmm. know but lemon was still like in disbelief like i can't go home like i want this so bad and i was just like babe i it's me like let's both it's okay (laughs) so i was comforting her she was crying it was very you know not the girl going home comforting the girl that's safe (laughs) i hate that i felt so bad and i I hate that you're consoling her i hate that it's you though it's really other way around no, it was, I was fine with it and I was just comforting her, whatever. So a Queens care person came up to us while we were doing that and was just like, I'm going to need you guys to go on hard ice. And I went, I'm going to need you to get the fuck away from me. And she was just like, I- I'm really sorry. I know you're both really upset right now, but I-, I need you to go on hard ice. I need you to stop talking. And I was just like, she's crying. I'm consoling her. It's not like we're talking about something that can be on camera. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm about to be eliminated. This mm-hmm. is done. I'm going to talk as much as I fucking want. How about that? And she was just like, oh, baby. And she just walked away. So like, you cuties, you can hear how like these queen teams get like used, used, like not only do they like help us at all times, they also are like emotional punching bags because they're the ones always getting us to stop talking. There's a term called hard ice in reality TV where <laughs> it basically means stop talking, save it for camera or potentially for camera, but it doesn't even matter. It's like, if it's something that could be used, like cameras have to be rolling, don't talk. So we yeah. always are very sassy to them. So the fact that it's queen team this week to me, I just, it made me so happy because for the first time, are they kind of um, opening the back curtain and mm-hmm. us getting to see more behind the scenes. And so I thought, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really mm-hmm. special. I and they're it. so excited to be on camera the way you can tell each queen already had such a rapport. Like everyone was so excited to do this makeover challenge. Yeah. Now, do we know their names? Do we remember their names? So unfortunately I didn't grab, um, their real names. I only grabbed stage names because I was online That's shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that is a wonderful, excellent way to tell tell the viewers that um, you just weren't paying attention. <laughs> no, 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 split. I was listening, but I definitely didn't catch those names. Definitely didn't catch those names. I, I remember Mystique and Wendy, mm-hmm. um, but the mm-hmm. other three I am absolutely blanking on. But I was yeah, a big yeah, fan yeah. of Wendy. Wendy, mm-hmm. I was I was a big fan. Oh, um, their final look, Danny Beard. <gasps> so good. Oh my God, we're no, going to dive Mystique. in. We're going to dive Mystique. in. Uh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So good. So should we just go right into Elimination Day? 
So here's the thing. I'm going to say yes only because I found a lot of the storylines, like, unless there's anything we really want to get into, like, Raven comes into the room and basically gives makeup advice, and every single queen team is worried about wearing heels. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, great. We have some openly heels. queer women, which yep. is really cool. There's yep. a really wonderful conversation that happens between um, Black Peppa and um, their person, who I can't remember their name, uh, Black Peppa and them, and they have a really wonderful conversation about growing yeah. up uh, Saint, in St. Martin's and the homophobia happening with, throughout um, Black Peppa's upbringing, which is, I find, it's incredibly important to say and incredibly important for her to be able to share a story and for representation, so I thought that was really fun to watch. I thought that story was so touching and inspiring, and the fact that she used education as a way to change her environment. Like she got, Oh, I didn't realize how smart she was. She's girl's got a master's. Yeah. I was like, I don't got a master's. I'm like, I was like, you have a master's and you're doing this. <laughs> it's really interesting. Now the, like the, the way we cast the show, like it's mm-hmm. some really interesting people. Like I feel like black yeah. Peppa is just so fascinating to me. And I just thought, I thought it was so touching when she was like, saying she was blessed with this brain. Like she understands how her, she turned knowledge into her, her way of escaping an environment. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for a lot of viewers out there who are in, you know, high school or university, it's like, let it be a motivation to just hustle a little, a little longer. It takes that grit. If you're not happy in your environment, this really resonates for me. Like growing up in Peterborough, I just was like, I knew I needed to get out, but I knew there was not going to be a lot of options for me if I didn't like hustle through education and like mm-hmm. take opportunities through work. Let me take me out of Peterborough. So I, as, as my situation was not nowhere as intense as black Peppa's, I think it's really cool to see someone take education as their way to, I don't know, kind of conquer the world. Yeah. Escape things, escape unsafe situations. But, t- but turn it on to yourself. It's like, I'm going to, like, I can change this situation, you know, mm-hmm. not let it take over you. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. I know. I like that. So we get into elimination day and everyone's got their outfits made. Everyone's, no one's really struggling too much with the makeover. Everyone feels pretty lighthearted about everything, which I Everyone's having care. a good I th- time. I think that's yeah. how much they loved Queen Team. Because if you yeah. think about it, a lot of their inter- uh, interaction is always when cameras are off. So I bet you in some weird uh, Thunderdome mindset, when they're there, they almost feel like the cameras are off. It felt like everyone was just playing. But it, but we weren't even allowed to at times. This may have been different for you, but we weren't even allowed to talk to Queen's Care sometimes because of the hard ice. So I feel like with the cameras being on and being fully relaxed and being able to just like talk to these mm-hmm. people that you're with all the time about anything that you want... I really thought was cool. And that probably made them feel a lot more relaxed because they were just like, oh, we can just talk and we can just get yeah. to know you. And I've wanted to do that. But then I have somebody fucking screaming hard ice at me every five seconds. <laughs> so this is one of those moments where hard ice works. They saved all the goodies for the TV. Yeah. And, and the cameras rolling. Yeah. And they got to know all these things about them, which, which was really, really fun. Um, but yeah. So should we get into the Luke's? Oh my God, let's dive into those looks. Okay, well, I mean, we always like to start off with Rue, but since RuPaul is not here, we have Michelle walk down the runway, and I think she was just sporting like a nice black suit or something. Yeah, I thought you're hosting, Miss Michelle. I thought she could have gone bigger. She did big hair. I want bigger. 
But I could have thought, yeah. I, I kind of thought she was going to do something a little more. Wow. I wanted to see a little jambe, some, yeah. some leg. I would have loved mm. a hoochie scoochie. I would have loved a gown. I would have loved a, a cinched waist. Something that gave a little bit more like, I'm the host tonight, bitch. And you she's know? been looking so good lately that it's like, yeah. y'all could have pulled that off. I don't know. Maybe she, know. maybe out of a sign of respect, it was more like, I'm substitute teacher. I don't want to get too flashy. I guess, but... I, I guess. Know, I was absolutely devo. <laughs> I was absolutely devo. I wanted to be a lot more, you know, bigger, bigger hair, bigger lips. <laughs> I've integrated the term devo into my daily life. I love it. Like, I, love I it. looked at my partner last, last night and we were out of soup and I was like, oh, I'm absolutely devo. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what you mean. Like, what? Oh, my God. I was Do like, you know what, oh, actually, it means devastated. Speaking <laughs> of funny accents, I remember one time I was working a... Um, I was working a runway show. It was the America's Next Top Model All-Stars runway show. I was doing makeup for it. I know. This is something I've never told you. Um, and Ask you one cuties, of the If you don't listen to our Patreon, my face right now. I am... What? <laughs> yeah. So I was one of the makeup artists on that. So I got to work with, like, all of the, like, all-stars from America's Next Top Model. And um, one of our key makeup artists was from Essex. And she, I remember, was saying a lot of stuff like, Oh, I'm absolutely defoed, babe. You know, it would look so nice on you. Like, all those things. And then I remember at one point I went to her, I was just like, because I was, I was young and I was still thinking I was really into fashion, but I wasn't. But I asked her, I was like, I know that you guys are a little bit ahead of us for everything. Like, what, what is really in fashion right now in, in England? Like, mm. what is it? And she was like, oh, babes, big hair, big lips, lip gloss, tons of frost on the eyes, tiny eyebrows and blonde, blonde, blonde. <laughs> and I was just like, really? And the it wasn't 90s? until years <laughs> Well, it wasn't until years later that I realized she was from Essex, and that she's just an Essex Steve. That's all she was. It was a bit more hyper local focused. What was yeah, going it was on very yeah, 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 very yeah, yeah. local to to whatever she kind of liked. So I was just like, oh, okay. Um, side note: We need to have a bonus episode about your whole America's Next Top Model experience. We're just going to have to put a pin in that because tangents are off the charts today. But otherwise, I'm sorry. You're you are. This is cool. I'm sorry. I know I can't flying off the. No, 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 no. I love your tangents, but you can't bring up ANTM like that. I know, and not get to talk about it. Okay, so let's dive in. We've also got Graham Norton there this week. We have our our drag queen representation. There's still a queen on the panel because we have Raven Dark Mode. Great. Dark as as Juice likes to put it. Is this a joke on her tan? That, just for clarification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's I, I forget who it was, but someone commented She's about very Raven. Bronzy. Are, well, because she 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 posted a lot of photos in the past couple of years of her in like very bronzed, like ex- yeah. like to the point where it was just like. And a few times she's been on screen, she's been darker than Rue, and it's just like beloved we don't have to take the tan that far you know yeah. it, it starts to feel a little a little black facey it's a, it's a bit intense so i remember someone made the the dark mode joke about raven and i That's just thought funny. it was so funny that i haven't i have i can't let it go i just think it's too funny it is it is gold and yeah. then we've got boy george there as well who i'm gonna be honest very quiet the entire time there Okay, so here's here's my thing. I saw on Twitter, this isn't a tangent, I saw on Twitter that boy, that all, all the, like, stands were like, we don't like Boy George, don't want to watch. Apparently he, like, tied somebody up in his basement and, like, kept them there for, like, 15 days or something. I didn't look into it, but I just saw this on Twitter and I was like, is this real? Is Boy George a predator? Like, should I look it up? 
Oh, I thought you were going to do the shade sound effect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is Boy George a predator? I am this speaking is, out of, this is speaking out of pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm only speaking out of pocket. I don't know. I don't know um, about this. Uh, right in next week. We need charges. to know. Okay. Singapore George was sentenced to 15 months in jail on Friday for being convicted of falsely imprisoning a male escort by handcuffing him to a wall in a London apartment in 2009. Oh my god. That's a lot. That's a lot. Falsely imprisoning a sex worker for 15 That's a long that's a long time, diva. That's Do a long time. Do you really want to trap him? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you really want to make him cry? <laughs> you are. Get out. Um, okay. Bye. That's our episode. <laughs> bye. That's fucked. <laughs> I think I did a really good job. Wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Boy George is, is there with some wire on his face. That's um, our panel. But do you know what, Juice? Before we mm-hmm. dive into these looks, do we want to take a quick uh, word from our sponsors? I would love a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. We have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Welcome back from... A beautiful, wonderful word from our sponsors. That was so magical, wasn't it, Cynthia? I I want to talk to BetterHelp after finding uh, this out about Boy George. Oh my God, I had a therapy appointment the other day. Did I tell you, you about were, that? I saw on your story. You were like pumped. I was I've never seen you grow out harder about mental health. It was kind of I was so excited. We we got to talk about some some issues that I was having with some people over the summer. We got to talk about me my accidental relapse, not relapse. Uh, we talked about my life at home. It was great. It was lovely. That's so cool. Lovely. Oh, fe- I felt awesome after it. So category is mental health. Oh, <laughs> but no, the actual category is, um, twinning or just like, did we actually have a prompt? I don't know, but it felt very clowny. Like everyone sort of did something and not everyone, but most people did like an aspect of clown club kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of felt like a trend alert, but you know, <laughs> but let's dive in. We're going to start with Jombers and Nanu Noir. Can I just say, I love JB's hair here. The little wavy, JB wavy looks great. and then the long, I'm mopping that. Mm-hmm. I need, I'm going to wear that. You would look excellent in that. Um, but, uh, Nanu, 
First, first of all, I don't understand Nanu Noir's name. I'm just kind of like a little confused on it. I, I'm not even. I, I don't understand it. I feel like there is yeah. some sort of kind of complimentary to like Jomber's Blonde, Nanu Noir, like something going on there. But um, oh, okay, yeah. you know, I, they sported a black and white kind of mix match. <laughs> I just felt like um, because Jomber's is so fair. When someone really pale wears white, you're mm-hmm. going to be very, very, very bright. And I just felt like Nenu should have been the one wearing white and Jomber's wearing black. And it would have um, just overall been a little more cohesive. What do you think? I mean, it wasn't even that for me. I thought they looked cohesive enough. But for me, it was the makeup was rough. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my I'm gosh. so sorry, Jomber's. But the makeup, it was was It was bad. bad it was bad. It was the it was the the crease and then the other crease that just looked like two eyebrows on mm-hmm. top of one another. It was not good. Can I not have a tangent? Go, oh, please. I love a tangent. When people block eyebrows and then draw new eyebrows above that glued space, you've gone you too doing? high. You've gone yeah. too high. Like we block eyebrows because you don't want to pluck them, but in a mm-hmm. lot of facial structures. All I ever do, like when I block my eyebrows, there are parts of my drag brow that are technically still kind of touching original brow area. If you go Mm -hmm. super high, you're going to make the the person look surprised the entire night. Like she looked, the new noir looked perma surprised. (laughs) She was like, "Ah, ah, ah." (laughs) and and I feel like even the new queens, I feel like even with the queens whose eyebrows do go quite a lot higher than where their brow bone is, it's offset with where like the contour goes. It doesn't, they don't just float on the forehead. They need to have some kind of cohesiveness with the rest of the makeup. They were just like two stamps that just like right on her forehead. If I was her, I would have been pissed. I would have been like, what the fuck did you put these eyebrows Well, she was pissed, but Jombers couldn't tell because the eyebrows were gone. She's so surprised. Ah, I look amazing. Um, all right, that's that's enough on those two, but I thought they did an yeah. okay job. Next, we have Pixie Polite and Trixie True Love. Ooh. Ooh. So, I, I, I just, I think she did okay. I don't Ooh. think she did. Uh, uh, no, here's the thing. Neck down. Again, neck up. The visage, the face, really crazy again. Like, well, the costume was cute. I like That's the what I mean. Length. It was, like, like the tolerable. <laughs> Why did they both have like suntan tight legs? Uh, mm-hmm. The makeup, what was so astounding to me about the makeup is Pixie's makeup is so blended and so beautiful and yeah. so well done that I was just like, how didn't that transfer over to, to Miss Trixie, Trixie True Love? Like what well, was happening there? It felt chunky. What I'm about to say, what I'm about okay. to say is not, I don't mean to be rude. But Wendy is older and the skin has more texture, less elasticity. I think Pixie's techniques, she's used to working on her, her surface, her canvas. And I do know there are different tricks as you age with makeup. There's, there's brightenings, there's color correction. There's, there's different tricks you do. You would know, right? Like, is it too heavy of a paint for older skin? No. No, it wasn't that because you can, cause I, so I used to work at Mac on Bloor street in Toronto. So I, I did a lot of elderly Flex. women 
flex. But I did a lot of elderly, like, fancy Bloor Street women. But they were older, and they had very wrinkly old skin. But they wanted to look <laughs> but not absolutely... that heavy. Not that well, heavy. No, no, bitch. They wanted to look dusted. And this was okay. at a time where the Instagram makeup was still in its peak. Mm. You know? So I had to do, like, full drag queen contour on these women. And okay. there's a way to do it. The problem I was having with Pixies was it, it wasn't blended. Okay. There was no blending happening. And you can blend on skin like that. It's completely easy. Even if you have to, like, tighten it in certain areas, you can still blend it. It felt like the nose contour was just two lines. The black <laughs> around the eyes was just so dark. Just black, 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 black. And I was like, Pixie, sweetheart, you do not do this on your face. Why is it on hers? You know? Yeah. I, we may never know. We, we may know never know. Why? But it was. We may never know. And so... But... Little Miss Trixie's personality, though, was just the cutest. Mm -hmm. I wish she went with huge ass, personally. Oh. I, I like that, that name. I love it. Don't know, I huge don't know why ass. Pixie was like, yeah, that's if you're a drag king. Like, no. Like, if anyone came into the workroom that excited with, like, suggestions, I would just run with it. I wouldn't be like, mm-hmm, no. Because she did but have even, a huge ass. That could have been, like... She did have a huge ass. She patted it that way. Like, literally was still very down to, like have a big bottom so clearly she wanted to be named huge ass yeah and if the if they would have said anything on the runway to me about that i'd be like that's what they wanted to be named i wasn't going to take that away from them and then they would be like oh you know i like, love you oh yeah. that's great vibes um mm -hmm. but anyways um danny beard and mizzy mustache okay What'd this was think? my this was my winner of the night i thought they looked great i loved it i don't know why i loved it i loved it i thought danny looked great I mm -hmm. think that they did their, their partner a little dirty. I didn't okay. think they looked good. For, okay. For some reason, it was because it was like um, the, the, the pastel palette, the way Danny had like a lavender wig and um, Mizzy had lavender skin or vice versa. Like they did some cool color complementing yeah. that I thought, it's, I, I thought like cool. For me, I thought it was cool, but for me, it's just... I felt like the beard just made, it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I almost wish that they didn't go with it. But Danny always has a beard. So should he shave? No, I think it would have been fine for Danny to have one. But I think, I don't think Mizzy should have had one. I don't think it complimented Mizzy's um, head shape. I think it made them look very square jawed, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like with, I feel like with um, Danny, the square jaw looks really good makes sense especially with the way that their face shape works and the way that they do their makeup and the way that they style i think it all looks great but i think with the how small mizzy's head was mm -hmm. um i felt like the jaw just felt very protruding with this because i, I because it's not like the beards look like beards they mm -hmm. look like extensions to mm -hmm. the head because they are the exact same color right they blend out so i felt like it just looked like a gigantic jaw and it just felt very heavy. And I felt like it took away because they were so tiny and so mm -hmm. cute. And even with all their mannerisms and their, like, the way that they were, like, moving around, it was so adorable that it was just, like, it just looked like they had this huge jaw that was just, like, don't on them. And I was just like, I wish they didn't have the beard on. I wish they didn't go with it. I, I appreciate it from, like, a sibling similarity thing. Because that's yeah. so, that's, I mean, his name is Danny Beard. Like, it's, Danny for Beard. me, I was, like, sporting the the beardness 
The beardness. Yeah, which I, which I, which I can totally the buy. Beardness. <laughs> it just for me, it just kind of felt heavy, but that's all. But they still look great. Like it was overall wonderful. Now, Cheddar Gorgeous and Brie Gorgeous. Oh my God, I just got it. Brie like cheese. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Two hours later. <laughs> and honey, uh, I was sale shopping online and I still got it. <laughs> and you still got it. I literally was just like, I don't got it. Um, what'd you think? What'd you think? I just wrote in all caps. Wow. Really? I liked it. Again. That was nice. Again, I, I think it's, I, maybe we have different barometers here for mm-hmm. what makes this successful. I was looking at it like, wow, Brie just so clearly looks related to Cheddar. I think these looks are effective enough. And she did cool makeup. I was like, you look related. Like, you look like siblings. I felt like they looked related and they looked like siblings. I just, I just, it just. I didn't like know. the look? I feel like, I just didn't like the look. I felt like I've been and so blown away. Crush Velvet. I love Crush Velvet, but I just, I felt like I've been so blown away by Cheddar's looks that this felt very pared down. And I'm going to be honest, I have a bias. I hate victory rolls. Oh, that hairstyle. I hate victory rolls. So I'm biased. I honestly, I think the only person I've ever seen successfully pull them off was Nicole Scherzinger, and I barely like them on her. Uh, Thank you. They're just not, I just don't like them. I boob don't head. think they look good. <laughs> boob head. Uh, they, they look like silos <laughs> on your head. I can't stand them. Uh, I never, never like them. Anytime someone has one on, I'm like, Ugh, so funny. I'm biased. Cheddar, Cheddar and Brie looked amazing. I think I'm just biased because I just don't like that hairstyle so much. So it's my own fault, but they look great. Cute. What did you think of black pepper and chili pepper? Cute. I, I did have a note. And I know I didn't rock a lot of stones on my season, and it's one of my biggest regrets, but I (laughs) would have sported stoning around all the seam work that were those muscles on the vinyl on the leather, because in the wide, it just, you didn't read it. So all it looked like was pink uh, braided ponies and a little black dress. Whereas with Mm -hmm. that punctuation, you would have seen all the Scaparelli inspired seam work because it was quite intricate. Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it didn't read black never reads on the runway. My girlies, why are we wearing so much dark clothing on the runway? There needs to always be a little something, something to, um, mm. make it shine. So that would have been my one change. And I bet it would have yeah. elevated. Cause even Graham was like, it just needs one more thing. One more thing. I agree. I liked the shape of it. I liked the, the stitching. Cause I could, cause I could see it all. Cause my TV was so big. Um, <laughs> not a detail I, mist. Not a detail mist. I could see all of the Scaparelli inspiration. Uh, but I, oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it now. But I, um, but I, I thought it was quite pretty. I liked how short it was, but I will say, yeah, I agree. It, but they felt very simple, but the only thing that made me like it was because of the, the ponytail and the, the way that the pony or the ponytails had a story to it. You know, I really enjoyed that. I thought the makeup was great. I thought she made her partner look great. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, it, I thought, it, I thought it was overall. I really enjoyed it, although it was very simple. I unfortunately thought it was too simple. Mm-hmm. I can tell. I can tell with these girls. They all brought these makeover challenge looks because sometimes, like even Cheddar, hers is fairly simple, an easy silhouette to fit a ton of people. Just belt it. Yeah. You know, there's certain looks where I can tell they were already brought. And so sometimes it was like a one size fits all situation. Mm-hmm. Like I thought we saw with our last look, Dakota and Bridget Schiffer, 
Daffida and Bridget. I could tell Bridget was wearing like a baby doll silhouette that would have fit many uh, contestants for a makeover challenge. Still loved it. Still thought it was Mm -hmm. cute. But maybe instead of making one fantastical look, it's two okay looks. You know, and that's maybe where, like, you know, I think that's where Peppa didn't have enough time to stone both. It would have been like, oh my God, it's too much. Um, So I found overall the fashion this week wasn't like, holy shit. But it was like, cool, there's two of you. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be, I should be kinder. You're right. I should be kinder. Don't you think? Because I think overall, I think overall the fashion this week, I was like, oh, it's because y'all had to make two of this quickly. Yeah. But how did we feel about Dakota's choice on that peach color with the, the checkerboard? I am violently angry because oh, she looked the best and she did. I think she looked the best. Her partner looked the best out of everybody. Uh, the best makeup, Honestly. the best hair, the, I liked the, the black and white offsetting the, the soft peach silk because it made it for a more interesting, uh, juxtaposition between the two. They both had realized Come characters. They, they both felt like, right. They both felt like they were part of the same sort of universe. Everything mm-hmm. about it makes sense. She should have won this challenge. I will die on this hill. Whoa! She should have she done. Went she home sh- for this challenge. And she went home. It made me so bad. It made me. And no hate to any of the queens because I understand a lot of the queens are getting a lot of hate right now. I understand that. This is just for fun. I am just expressing my. I'm just expressing myself. But I am so mad because she should have won this challenge because she looked the best and this was a fully produced episode because you could tell from the top of it that they were just like, "Who are you?" struggling a bit mm. and then even when they got in the thing they're like we've seen this before it's just like yeah and she looks fucking incredible so wow where are we doing where, where are we going with this where are we going so yeah i was mad i was mad i, I thought of you i did think of you i thought of you a lot this episode it's as if we have uh-huh. a podcast together and like we talk about it <laughs> i um i totally feel you i mm-hmm. think at this point it did make me laugh when raven made the comment saying dakota's makeup is nice for like going out for a dinner when it's not enough for the main stage. I was like, Hey now, Bad. Hey now, like, come on. I don't think it's, it. that's a bit of a, that's a bit of a reach. I think if we're going to, I think if we're going to enjoy all representation, all ends of the spectrum, like maximalist drag, we have to mm. appreciate minimalist drag. Like you can't, like it's going to become just the more is more contest. And being someone who who brought a package that had like understated like moments of it like yeah. i too i get what she's doing i get her vibe i get the era she lives in i get the choices in her makeup i get the simple the simplistic side i also see where they're coming from you know we want to see her in like something every once in a while but she'll learn that now post show but i could tell that was going to be her achilles heels is her package what she's always continued cont- excuse me, can't talk, consistently sporting. I guess. But I think to say to like, I think, but my thing with drag makeup is, is drag makeup is stage makeup. Drag makeup is makeup that's meant to be seen, you know, depending on what show you're in. Like my drag makeup is different if I'm doing a small bar versus a gigantic stage. I will Mm -hmm. do, I will make different choices with my makeup because I want the people in the back row Mm -hmm. to see what my face looks Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. So I think for a show like Drag Race to make the choices that she was making, this is me defending Dakota till the day I die. Uh, Absolutely, as you should. Thank you. But to make the choices she was making is she was doing drag makeup that was true to her drag for a smaller area that's still 
Daishi did things that were slightly bigger. Could they have been a bit bigger? Sure, whatever. But I felt like everything she did made sense, mm-hmm. you know? So I slightly disagreed with the makeup thing, but mm. Raven's eyeliner also touches, you know, the her temple on the other side of her head. So <laughs> it touches the nape of her neck. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I really wish that you would just do a little bit bigger of a liner, and hers is like fucking back here. But uh, anyways... And I, and her little, oh my God, she just looks so cute. The way that she was in the bottom for this just makes me violently angry. I loved Bridget's look. The, the baby yeah. doll dress, the hair with the spit curls again, the, uh, the bottom lashes. I think she turned her out. She looked adorable. It, I think she did a really good job as far as the makeover. Her contestant looked happy. Bridget looked yeah. like she was having a great time. Like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was one of those your time's up versus it doesn't matter how you do. Yeah, me too. I agree. It felt like they were just ready to get rid of her no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's better to go home when nobody wants you to leave than when it's your time. Oh, I totally agree. I I agree. I have a lot of people feel very passionate being like too soon. Like anytime I run into them, they're like, we will forever have this like kindred connection of like, Oh my God, that happened to you. I'm like, thank you. Could you imagine if they wanted you to leave being like, I'm glad you went home when you did. (laughs) Yeah. That's well, that's what I always say because I'm, I'm a first out girl. So I constantly have that. The way I yelled at my TV when you went home juice, like, (laughs) like somebody actually tweeted me saying I should have stayed. And I tweeted back saying, yeah, but if I stayed, we would have never gotten lemons verse and come through. And they were like, oh my God, you're so, you're so right. And I'm like, exactly. It was meant to be. The glass wouldn't have been on the joint. Yeah. (laughs) Glass on the blunt. Sorry, it's Fenty. (laughs) (laughs) Glass on the juice box. Sorry, it's an apple. (laughs) Yeah. Like, imagine me as the feature in Priyanka's song. I don't know if it would have been as famous as it was. Alternate those universe. Are, those are our our looks and our on our makeover challenge with Queen Queen mm-hmm. Team. Mm-hmm. So overall, uh, you didn't think it was a strong. You you didn't think the fashions were strong. I was being critical, but you're right. They have to bring things that are simple. They have to. I accommodating like almost yeah. uh, a silhouette or a choice that is going to f- flatter so many people because the queens probably knew they were doing a makeover, but they didn't know with who, with what. They, you, know, you just don't know how big they would be, how small they would be. You're, you're right. So I think I was just being a little bit hypercritical today for some reason, but mm-hmm. yeah, but it was overall, I thought everyone did a really good job, but I think there was some, some meddling happening in there, but mm-hmm. our winner this week is Chetta Gorgeous and Brie Gorgeous. For What's their the style roles. of hair again? What's that called? It's a victory roll. Of, oh, I mean, Hey, she won with a victory with a victory roll. <laughs> you are what you wear. <laughs> You are what you wear. And our bottom two are Pixie Polite and Decada Schaefer uh, with uh, this, this fucking Boy George song. I didn't like it. I, um, yeah, it was an interesting song. But I also, I, I felt bad for Dakota because it's a bit of that curse of um, lip syncing for your life a couple times. You run out of, like, your your tricks or your things. And so I felt like I, I've almost seen what I can see of Dakota's lip syncing style at this moment in time. I know she'll grow as a performer, but the show is filmed in a condensed time. There's no, there's no time to learn new tricks, new moves, new stage presence. Yeah. Once you see them perform like a couple times, it's like, is she really, really going to outdo herself? 
Mm. Well, it's also, I found her outfit mm. to be very limiting. She was in a gown, you know, with that hair, hair that didn't though. Really have... Oh, it was beautiful, but it doesn't have any movement. Off the you know? face, it was giving me um, just very '90s Hollywood starlet. So good, it was so mm-hmm. good. I almost like wish she Pfeiffer was in, or something. right? But I almost wish she was in the cuter outfit because I feel like she could have done more with it. But it didn't fit. It wouldn't have but fit. It, couldn't have gone the other way. Fit. But I'm imagine the you. spins and the hair moving and the little bow. You but, know I love a good spin. Yeah, l- Cynthia spin? <laughs> spin Thea kiss. Spin Thea kiss. <laughs> How do I do but it? But unfortunately, unfortunately, she didn't do the spin wheel. And nope. she was not saved. And we had to say goodbye to what I believe is Juice's third choice yes. this season. <laughs> Yes, I was so mad. I was just like, all of my fucking favorites, one after the other. Anthony, cut to two weeks ago, Juice saying, if something happens to Dakota, you were going to riot. Yeah. I'm done. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Flashback. If if they touch Dakota, I will burn this place to the ground. I will burn this place to the ground. I will burn this place to the ground. End of flashback. Oh, what's happening in the world? Well, so, I don't know. It just makes me very frustrated. Like, I thought Dakota, Baby, and Starlet would have been, like, all in the top. Sminty. You know? You're forgetting Sminty. She was oh, the Oh, my baby, Sminty! I was... Ugh. I had my number on, on Sminty. Less Starlet because she was more demure and shy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of shocked about JB. Yeah. I didn't realize JB was going to be I didn't think JB was going to, yeah. No, I thought JB was going to be an early outer, but they, they, JB is just holding on. Luck of the Irish, I swear. It's it's nonstop. She's got a a pot of gold shoved right up her ass. (laughs) No, literally. It's, it's, it's Has she won? She hasn't won anything, has she? Girlie, come on. Last week, she won the Snatch Game. JB didn't win Snatch Game. Oh, she did it, but she was very close. She did she very well. Close. She did well enough that I, in my head, almost had it that she'd won. You are right. You are right. Sorry yeah. for the read. It was Chetta Gorgeous. Not me patronizing you. Cheers, come on. <laughs> and it's me getting it wrong. Yeah. Cynthia, just... wrong? Never. <laughs> Cynthia just spreading misinformation? I would never. Never. No, that would never happen. That would never That's happen. That's not me. No. <laughs> Cynthia just walking around very boldly spreading misinformation. Uh, do you know that meme of me going on the internet uh, purposely uh, spreading misinformation? That's you. That's me. That's me. <laughs> That's but you don't just... know. But I don't know it. But I don't know I am. But you're just saying it with late. your whole chest. Just your... It's my chest voice. Yeah. It's your chest voice. You're just holding on. But, um, yeah, so that's it. That was the episode. What did you think? So you're absolutely Devo. All your picks are I'm gone. I'm absolutely Devo, babe. My, my picks are gone. I don't know who I want to win anymore. Probably Cheddar, Danny. Oh, I, I mean, let's get real. Cheddar's going to win. I but... think it's a Cheddar or Danny game at this point. I, I, I'm, then I'm, I'm still picking Cheddar. Yeah. I feel bad if I really thought Black Pepper was really going to be a front runner. It feels like she's kind of fizzling at the end. I know. I know. Absolutely devoured. But at least she's still there. My God. Some people are being sent home when it's it's just not their time. Yeah. At least Black Peppa is still there to sort of like showcase her talents. I honestly think Pixie Play could have gone home tonight. I think, yeah. 
I feel, but I know Pixie is getting a lot of hate, so I'm not trying to perpetuate. Uh oh, is she? Because she's getting the- a lot of hate. But Pixie was tweeting that she was in the hospital last week, and uh, she's currently out of the hospital. And after this past episode, I think she's getting a lot of hate, a lot of negativity her way because she was in the bottom with a very, very popular fan favorite. So I think she's getting quite a lot of hate. So um, go send Pixie a little bit of love if you're listening. I'm sorry I said that. I, I was spreading okay. misinformation. Pro- C- Cynthia problematic. <laughs> problematic. Problematic. Um, uh, then I feel bad. I know our listeners probably aren't the ones doing this because our listeners are the best, but, Mm. um, please don't send hate like that. Like it's, it's not a zero sum game where it's like for Dakota to go home. It it meant that like Pixie took that from her. They just happened Mm -hmm. to be in that situation together and it was unfortunate for both of them. So it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. It being Pixie's fault. Like, I don't know. Just give, give, Dakota all your love buy her merch go to her shows if you like her mm-hmm. don't hate on Pixie that's not how this should work I always find that so funny when people need to like keep it positive don't go low like support the people you love just forget about the ones you're not fans of so you don't have to mm-hmm. go negatively into their accounts and, and hate on them that to me feels it's not very productive no it's not but that's just obviously coming from incredibly horrible insecure people but speaking of incredibly horrible, insecure people, Cynthia Kiss and I love, 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 love when you boost our egos. So we're going to go into a few questions. Who's the horribly insecure person in us, that segue? Us, us, we are, we are, okay, us, okay. we are the horrible insecure people. Us, 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 us. Not the SQ cuties, it's us. So I we actually got a. Them. No, 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 no. We actually got an email from Gavin in London clearing some things up about something that we talked about last week, which was Cheddar Gorgeous's uh, talk on HIV and okay, cool. AIDS in London. So they have some things to clear up from us. I think this is more of a cultural difference because it was uh, things about us growing up versus how they grew up in the UK. So... Uh, I'll start with, hello, I originally sent this message via Instagram, but then remembered you have a delivered email. So sorry for the repeat. Hopefully this is a better written. I wanted to reach out recording your talk on Cheddar Gorgeous, frank discussion of growing up gay in the 80s, 90s in the UK. I initially bristled as I felt you hadn't particularly listened. As you discussed the judging by her age, she didn't grow in the middle of the crisis. But as your discussion moved on, you hit on what she was talking about. The threat of death wasn't imminent. But in the UK, we were bombarded with imagery when singling that, signaling that we were wrong and we were going to get AIDS and die. The tombstone she referred to was an advert that was broadcast regularly on TV that I can still see vividly in my mind's eye. Wow. I know. We also had a law called Section 28, which means LGBTQ, then just LGB, issues could not be discussed in school, similar to a current don't say gay law in Florida, meaning that there was no support and or validation for young queer people. I recall an occasion where I was called into my head office year as the other teachers were concerned for my well-being. When the issue of gayness was brought up, uh, he had to steer the conversation swiftly in another direction. She also mentioned that she was on prep and she had felt a shift in her sense of shame and fear regarding gay sex when Mm -hmm. she started taking it. She was not, in fact, tiptoeing around her status. Oh, did we say she was tiptoeing around her status? I kind of wondered. We wondered. Yeah, we wondered. Yeah. There was just so much to take in with that conversation, right? So I'm still super glad you had the discussion rounding up how important it was to show 
this talk on the show and undo some stigma. I just felt the urge to clarify the situation at the time the UK and Cheddar was referring to. I'm such a big fan of the pod and look forward to hearing your dulcet tones every week. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Regards, Gavin in London. Oh, that's great. Gavin. Thank, Thank you, you, Gavin. That's just that's a- nice to get things cleared up, you know? No, absolutely. And I think sometimes... Um, because we really just, we, we hit record and we shoot the shit. So sometimes yeah. I apologize if we seem flippant or if like we haven't fully understood a scenario properly. Really appreciate the context, um, mm-hmm. the background here. Really powerful when you can hear in his his letter that like there's imagery that's like burned into his mind about mm-hmm. growing up gay. Like being called into the office for health concern just because they can kind of pick that one out of the crowd and be like... yeah. It's the singling out, like, it's just so wild. So again, it just explains how powerful it was for Cheddar to have Mm -hmm. that message. See, winner energy. She's going to win this season. I know. And I feel like we got distracted because it turned into just you calling me old the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only, see, once I told you old, she was (laughs) like, uh, I can't even really think anymore. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Um, but I actually but chuckled we, about that after the episode because you were like, "She's my age," and I was like, "Yeah, you're old." <laughs> it, just was, it just was so. It was just bam. Very, it was so out of rude. pocket. You were like, "Yeah, and you're old." I was just like, um, <laughs> "But we also have an." Uh, this is another question from our speak pipe. So let's give this, this listen. a listen. Hello, my name's uh, Raphael. I'm big fans of uh, both of you from Canada's Drag Race. What is your thoughts about Drag Race as a mega franchise? For me, I prefer the international seasons over U.S. UK season four is my first intro into UK. And I hope you guys have a great podcast. Thank you so much, Raphael. That was a great question. Appreciate it. Um, what? So, what is your thoughts on Drag Race as a as a franchise, and what would your favorite franchise be? I mean, love that it's all over everywhere. Like, obviously, we both are direct be- beneficiaries of this. We've both mm-hmm. been on the show. That would not be possible if it was exclusively in the states due to like mm-hmm. work visas. At the moment, neither of us have that, so it's you know. God willing, that might change. Yeah. But for now, <laughs> um, we wouldn't have been able to do the American show. So I love that it's everywhere. And I love that it um, just gets to highlight the talents from each country. Like, I I feel like each franchise gets to be its own personality persona. I think Drag Race Thailand, I love the passion and the respect in the judging mm-hmm. there. I'm so sorry if you heard that horn. Did you hear a horn? No. Okay, good. Um, we got some commotion going on the street. I, um, yeah, I really love Drag Race Thailand, the passion and the judging, um, and then France for the fashion. Like, it's kind of cool to see, like, I would argue the Brits do fashion, they do comedy, and I'm on a tangent now. I don't know. I kind of love them all for different reasons. What say you? I would say my favorite would be France, uh, for, I love the judging panel. I think they have one Mm -hmm. of the best judging panels. Uh, especially, specifically Nikki. I love Nikki as a host. Um, and their casts, I find, I just love France French. I just think it's so sexy. Um, so I think just that whole franchise, everything about like the set, everything I really, really enjoyed. I thought it was great. Um, 
And what else did I really enjoy? Honestly, Philippines was great. Mm-hmm. Philippines was great. I haven't great, watched great, it great, yet, great. but I've heard really good things. Watch it just for the main judge. I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now, but she is a cunt. It's amazing. She's a nasty bitch, and it's mwah, great. <laughs> mwah. Do you like Down Under? Down Under? It's all right. Enough it's on that right. one. Well, it's Raphael, right. thank you for the question. Thank you for the question, Raphael. Really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> so... If you guys ever want to be a part of the conversation or if you want to be on SQQ Semi-Qualified Queens, you can message us on our Instagram at Semi-Qualified Queens Pod. Follow us on Twitter at SQQ Pod uh, with the hashtag, hashtag Semi-Qualified Questions or email us at SemiQualifiedQueensPod at gmail.com. There's also SpeakPipe at www.speakpipe.com slash SQQ Pod. And I was thinking, Juice... I want someone to come in, call in with like advice. Like I want us to give them Ooh. life advice. So we're like, going to prioritize anyone who has like a conundrum. There's a thing being like, I don't know what to like wear to prom or like ask this person out on a date or like, I, I want to see what our semi-qualified advice yeah. would be. Cause give us the, it would just oh be so God, funny. Fun. Please. If there's oh any God, burning if questions, has, if there's yeah, anything or like on your a, mind. Like an am I the asshole thing? Am I the asshole Totally. For this? I would love that. Totally. Wouldn't that be a great episode where we did stuff like that? Wouldn't that be so fun? I think it's got... I, we're going to kind of trial it out. We're in beta testing right now, so we'll do it yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, of yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you Cuties, you could, we could fill a whole episode with advice. So think about it. You know you have these weird burning questions that you need Juice's expertise. You need it, Cynthia's expertise. Me and Cynthia are not the cigarette butts of society. We would be able to... <laughs> No, the thing is, we are, and therefore, (laughs) there's a way in which that actually is awesome advice. I swear by it. I swear by it. Call me crazy. Um, What another great episode, Juice. Thanks so much for hanging out. And for our SQ Cuties listening, we love you as always. Please don't be shy, rate and review, and share the show. We want to share this with as many people as possible. And if you are enjoying us and you want to see our faces, or if you want to be a part of our community, you can join us on Patreon, which we have just launched. I'm really sorry. Last week we had a little bit of trouble uploading the video, but now we have fixed those problems after many meltdowns on my part. Uh, so if you want to join our, our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash semi-qualifiedqueens. Uh, it's a, it's a very, very, very low monthly subscription and it's just so you can see our video content and to be a part of our community. So we appreciate any kind of help that you guys can have. If you want to join us, that's great. Um, and yeah, we will see you next week for another episode of Semi-Qualified Queens. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.